Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I had to take yesterday off, but I hope that you are joining me this evening on this wonderful podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my channel, and we're going to go ahead and get right into the sports as we got NBA playoffs in a bubble. We already have a second-round matchup that has already been set, and it will happen on Thursday night. It will be the Toronto Raptors going up against the Boston Celtics. Got a historic team that's known to do very well in the playoffs, a great coach in Brad Stevens. But you also have a Raptors team that also has a great coach in Nick Nurse. And Fred Van Fleet is just playing on another level. They swept the Nets, and they also have Pascal Siakam, and I cannot wait for that matchup. I don't know who's going to win that series, but if the Toronto Raptors want to win their second straight NBA title, they have the advantage of having that playoff experience and making it to the finals and winning the finals last season. Also in the Eastern Conference, as we look at some of the matchups, the Milwaukee Bucks have a 3-1 lead on the Orlando Magic. They're looking to close out that series. And the Miami Heat swept the Indiana Pacers. So the Heat are going to play the winner of the Bucks and Magic, but it looks like it's going to be the Bucks, and we'll move on to the Bucks and Heat in the second round. The Western Conference is where it gets really interesting because you have the Mavericks and the Clippers that are tied up at two apiece. You have the Thunder and the Rockets tied up at two apiece. You have the Los Angeles Lakers who last night imposed their will on the Portland Trailblazers, and the Lakers are just playing on a different level. And then you also have uh, the Utah Jazz having a 3-1 lead on the Denver Nuggets. They do take on the Nuggets tonight, and they could possibly close out that series. So the West series have not been decided yet, but if you look at the team that looks like it's going to be the favorite to win the NBA title, it's definitely this Lakers team if the supporting cast shows up. And they did in a big way last night over the Portland Trailblazers, who are going to be without Damian Lillard for Game 5. So it looks like the Lakers are going to wrap this thing up. But not only LeBron James imposing his will, Anthony Davis playing dominant. Also the exciting play of Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and Danny Green. And not to mention Dwight Howard coming up out of nowhere. You know, he has size and length, JaVale McGee. So the Los Angeles Lakers, when they have their role players playing like they did last night, there's no stopping them. And I don't know if anybody's going to have an answer for LeBron and AD. So the Los Angeles Lakers could be the favorites once again to win the NBA title. I know that it's hard to picture. You know, they lost game one to Portland, but they rallied with three straight, and they could possibly close out this series tomorrow. With that being said, the Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets series is tied at two apiece. And will Russell Westbrook come back for the Rockets to give them that edge 
to where they could possibly close out that series. But what a job that head coach Billy Donovan is doing for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have a lot of role players around Chris Paul, Stephen Adams. You have Dave Roberson. You have Dennis Schroeder. You have Danilo Gallinari. And remember, you remember that the L.A. Clippers, when they got Paul George from the trade, they gave up a lot. So the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be set up for quite some time now. And we'll see how it goes. All right. So in baseball, the Atlanta Braves were supposed to take on the New York Yankees tonight. But that game got rained out. It was going to be the return of Ronald Acuna Jr. from the injured list. And Brett Anderson was going to make his debut on the mound. Well, it looks like that game has been shifted to a doubleheader that starts at 4.05 p.m. tomorrow. It'll be a seven-inning doubleheader at Truett's Park. Of course, no fans. And the Atlanta Braves are going to take on the New York Yankees. And that should be fun. You can catch that game on Fox Sports South and uh, listen to it on the radio as well. The Atlanta Braves are still in first place in the NL East. And so baseball is trucking along. Remember, we got the trade deadline, August 31st. We have uh, the National Football League, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. This thing is weeks away. A lot of the NFL teams have already decided they're going to have no fans, at least for the first month. It's going to be very, very different to watch a stadium with no fans. I know that they can possibly have cardboard cutouts or boost crowd noise just to make the broadcast exciting like they're doing with the bubble with the virtual fans in in the seats and also the virtual fans in the baseball seats as well and I am looking forward to that I'm hoping that the football season has a great product and that we are able to see what is going on because in the NFL is not doing very well for safety Earl Thomas who was cut and released by the Baltimore Ravens just not getting along with teammates. Just not getting along with teammates, and he's a very, very talented safety. There's talks about the Dallas Cowboys signing him. You know, there's talks about even him going back to the Seahawks, which I, that would be just a disaster. But the San Francisco 49ers said no thanks. They're not interested in acquiring Earl Thomas. Their head coach, Kyle Shanahan, said we already have two great safeties, and that's Jimmy Ward and Jaquiski Tart. And I do feel, looking at the 49ers and their training camp, I've been watching some of the highlights on the NFL Network, and the 49ers just look great. Brandon Ayuk, their wide receiver, is just a speedster. He could possibly have a breakout rookie season. Uh, Jason Verrett could possibly win a starting cornerback job. I mean, that's how great he's doing in spring training. And, of course, they have Jordan Reed, the backup tight end to George Kittle. Uh, Jarek McKinnon looks great. So this San Francisco 49ers team could possibly be the the big surprise. A lot of people thought that they would fall back after that Super Bowl loss, but I think that the 49ers could possibly have a much better year this year compared to last year, especially with getting some of the injured players back. Quan Alexander is going to be back and in, in, in full force. So they're not looking to, to reload by signing the big-time free agents. This team is organized organized very well and they're they their future is bright so uh, earl thomas he could possibly go to the cowboys he could possibly go to the eagles we're not sure i just know one thing that the philadelphia eagles if carson wentz gets hurt 
uh, I'm impressed with Jalen Hurts. I think he can be a great backup for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that is a player to watch in a training camp. Of course, there's no preseason games. We're going to go right into the regular season, September 10th. You're going to have the Houston Texans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in that Thursday night game. Locally here in Georgia, the Atlanta Falcons will take on the Seattle Seahawks. And the Seahawks are going to be without running back Chris Carson. But a surprise in their training camp is rookie running back DJ Dallas, uh, the talented rookie sensation out of the University of Miami. Of course, they have Rashad Penny and, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch retired. I don't think that was a desperation move last year. But they're not going to have Chris Carson, so another running back is going to have to step up. And Russell Wilson has uh, two talented wide receivers in uh, in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And also they have tied in Greg Olson. Don't sleep on this Seattle team. I know that with the addition of Jamal Adams, and what are they going to do with Jadavian Clowney? You know, the defensive line is not very good, and their offensive line is average. You know, they have Mike Upati, the talented guard that used to play for the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. You have German Yanfetti, the talented guard that came out of Texas A&M. They've got to do something about their uh, offensive line. But they're going to be okay, but the Seattle Seahawks are going to fight for that position in the NFC West. And there's a lot of people predicting that they are going to win the NFC West. Uh, Right now, I think that the 49ers and the Seahawks are the two best teams in the NFC. And I'm hoping for the rivalry that once was uh, back when Jim Harbaugh was the coach. Those great 49er teams in the early 2010s and 2011 through 2014 where they were taking on the Seattle Seahawks. It was Russell Wilson going up against that great 49ers defense led by Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. And then that rivalry between Jim Harbaugh and Pete Carroll. And of course, in the 2014 NFC Championship game, and the rest is history. You know all about the Richard Sherman tip pass. I do, do, do not definitely want to get into that because of some bad memories as a 49ers fan. But this is going to be great. It's going to be a great football season. Uh, college football, I'm interested in seeing. They did come out with the 25 uh, preseason poll. And no surprise that the Clemson Tigers were ranked number one, followed by Ohio State. I don't know how that's going to happen, especially since they're not going to play until the spring. At number three, you got Alabama. Number four, you have the Georgia Bulldogs, which surprises me because they've lost a lot of talent on that offense with Jake Fromm. They've lost DeAndre Swift. The defense is going to be great because I thought the defense was great last year. But they're going to have a different quarterback, possibly Jamie Newman, maybe even JT Daniels. They're going to have George Pickens, just a talented wide receiver in his second year. And their star running back is going to be Zeus, Zamir White. And I think he's going to have a great season for the Bulldogs. And then number five is led by Oklahoma, which once again, they're going into their fourth season with a different quarterback. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners who have listened to my podcast, download my podcast, wherever you get your podcast, on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Overcast. I hope everybody has a great day. Keep practicing social distancing, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. 
You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.